the Marketing Growth Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Planable. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In this episode, Greg Hickman, the CEO of Alt Agency, joins us again. For those joining the conversation for the first time, here's a quick recap. On our previous episodes, Greg Hickman discussed how to get paid for your expertise and ways to use automation without being transactional. Today, however, we're going to take a deep dive into mobile marketing. Before we start this episode, I wanted to take some time to introduce you to Planable. It's a tool that makes social media collaboration a breeze. I'm not a big fan of spreadsheets because I think they're super tedious and time-consuming. That's where Planable comes in handy. It offers a better alternative for collaboration and social media approval. Their color-coded labels make prioritizing and organizing your tasks easier. Plus, you can add comments and internal notes right next to your posts. I found Planable super intuitive and useful. In a sea of social media tools, I think it's a great find. Do check it out. Okay, now I think we're all warmed up for the podcast conversation. Let's jump right in. So let's talk a little bit about mobile marketing here in 2021, right? I know it's been a little while. I know you're one of the OGs of the mobile world, but yeah. I think because of the foundation that you have, I think you're going to knock this out of the park, buddy. I, I'm, I have uh, full, full confidence. Right? Once again, we can edit anything you mess up. That's that's <laughs> a really exciting part. I know that's, a lo- that's what I love about podcasts. I mean, they make me sound good all the time. Every yeah. <laughs> episode, I sound remotely good. You know, not really good, but on the outskirts are good. Um So let's talk about that. So in your experience, what do you, you know, talk about COVID-19. We've kind of touched on that. Obviously, COVID has affected everybody. We're in 2021 now. 2020 was crazy. Um, In your experience, do you think there was like, how do you think like COVID affected mobile marketing in 2020, right, of last year? I mean, do you think, did you see anything? Once again, I know you're not have a heavy, heavy pulse on the mobile industry, but you, like I said, have been around for a long time. Do you think that it had an impact on the mobile industry and and how? Um, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it just accelerated everything by like three to five years. Um, and so here's kind of my take. And it's funny because um, what I'm about to say, I actually said in 2013 um, I, as a part. So my last corporate job, I was working for a large independent retailer called Cabela's. They got bought out by Bass Pro Shop um, years ago, a couple of years ago. Anyway, so they, they, believe it or not, when I joined, like there was no digital marketing team. So they like, they were like, we need to get dialed in digital. So they brought me in as the head of mobile and I built out like the mobile marketing team. And then you had like the email team, the social team and all these things. And I went into this meeting, like with the C-level suite. And I was like, like you have these departments that are like the, the department of mobile, the department of email, social. And I'm like, the problem is like, it's not, I don't think it's mobile marketing. Like it's like, mobile impacts social, it impacts your, you know, it impacts retail, it impacts, like, it's almost like a filter. It's like a layer that is sits above all of these different other silos that have been siloed in this organization. And so it's funny, as I was looking at, you know, the questions, it was like, you know, what is mobile marketing in 21? I don't actually think it's mobile marketing. I just think it's mobile. And like the, you know, we saw, you know, consumption, Um, you know, of people, how much time people spent consuming, obviously dramatically go up. Um, And a lot of that happens on mobile. I mean, most, I think it's, we're well, well beyond over all web traffic, 50% of all web traffic is happening on a mobile device. So it's like, it's not, it's not even about marketing. It's just about like, you have to exist and be able to operate whatever it is your business does um, on these devices, period. And so the people that can um, connect with their audience, their ideal prospects, you know, whether that's through paid advertising on Instagram 
or just influencer marketing on Instagram or, you know, YouTube videos or podcasts. Like it's just, there's, it's, it's a tool. Like, like podcasting is a tool. Video is a tool. Instagram is a tool, but like, we're just living on this, this ecosystem of, of mobile. Um, and so I, I think it's less about just what is like a marketing tactic in mobile versus can your client journey experience go end to end on a mobile device? If not, I think you're in a world of hurt right now. And you're probably not even in existence anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a good point of like, it's less about mobile marketing and just mobile in general, because it's, I mean, that's the things, if you're you're talking about 50% of your traffic coming from mobile, then it needs to be just as good as your desktop in regards to the experience that they're having. Right. Because that's where spending, especially these days, because I mean, people are, you know, I, I don't even want to tell you the amount of time that I spent on my mobile device. And I, I've told myself, oh, I'm going to spend less time. Yeah. 2020 was every week. They're like, you're up 15%. I'm like, how can yeah. I go up? I am. I, what am I at 300% now? Like how am I, how do I just physically have this thing stuck to my eyeball? And it just, it just seems it's crazy the amount. And obviously everybody was, you know, we saw that with, I mean, one's going to talk about from an SBA perspective and the clients that we're dealing with working with there, it's like, you know, they didn't even have a website. And so now we're trying yeah. to get them a website and it's like how to make that transition. Cause as you touched on three to five years, I mean, the, a lot of these businesses were going, well, we'll figure this out another year or two. And then all of a sudden COVID hit, you shut down your brick and mortar. And now you're like, man, you have to get a website and you absolutely have to look yeah. at mobile. And, and what is that experience? What's happening there? And I think it's, you know, once again, if you're not there, you need to get there fast. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, like even just look at like restaurants, right? Like the number of restaurants that like I loved going to that literally didn't offer delivery that instantaneously Insane. had delivery figured out because of like things like Grubhub and like DoorDash. And like they integrated those, those tools, which are primarily used on mobile devices. And like, boom, now people are able to, you know, purchase from their establishment. Like that alone probably kept some of the restaurants in the game. I mean, obviously many went out of business, but it's, that ties to everything. Right. I mean, like, again, you saw my Instagram ads, like that's, I mean, that's just, that's paid traffic, paid media. I mean, I can't tell you the number of products that I buy from seeing some, an ad on Instagram or in my stories or someone I follow and I can like click the image and it shows the products. And I'm like, oh, that like, I love those shorts. Like I'm going to go get those. Now I know exactly what shorts they were. I didn't even need to ask. Like that's yeah. mobile commerce, right? So all of those things um, I think are important. I think the the like, it's not, again, it's not even a tactic. It's just a, what you're going to see a lot more of, and you've already seen it. Like the use of text messaging is going to continue to skyrocket for businesses and um, what they call over the top messaging. Um, So like, you know, the like Facebook messenger, for example, the, you know, all the tools that have like these messaging protocols that allow you to communicate um, you know, things like, um, uh, clubhouse, like those sorts of platforms, like brands and businesses that can utilize those, which operate primarily on mobile devices are gonna just have better connection with their audience. And that's most, I think most of businesses like, are you plugged into your audience? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's the things you got to be present. You got to be there. Yeah. So who do you think, who do you think is doing mobile right? Right now, I mean, do you have any anybody that you look at and you're like, man, these guys get it? Other than Cabela's, because they got bought off, by the way. We know yeah, they got bought out. Um, 
You know, that was tough. I mean, like from a, from like a brand, uh, I mean, obviously I think Apple does, does a really good job. Um, mainly because it's, it's almost like it's hard to think of them because if, if you thought of them, it'd probably be because something was wrong. Like if you integrate with, if like you're dealing with a brand that you love right now and there's like a really good chance that they're probably doing mobile well, because you don't even realize it. Like, because it's that seamless, right? Like, yeah. I go to our grocery store and I pull up my iPhone and I never touch anything. And we have contactless payment, right? I go on a website now and it's like, you can pay with Apple. Like they've just integrated like the device into all of my web and in-store shopping. And they've made my life a lot easier for that. Obviously all the apps and stuff that make my life a lot better. So I think Apple does a good job. Um, I actually really think, and again, this is kind of more, I'd say, focus on Instagram, but like a lot of the, the, the like clothing brands that I buy, like Public Rec, Miles Apparel, um, you know, those sorts of brands, like I've found out about them on Instagram and I, they target me with like new products that come out they always seem relevant to based on what I've purchased in the past. Like I get the right emails, you know, they're like all of the things just like, it's, it seems like they're really timely. Uh, and when I'm looking for things like not in a, not even in an intrusive way, like the way that they weave their products into like a brand experience that I find enjoyable makes me buy more stuff from them. <laughs> so I think a lot of these smaller, more nimble brands that like apparel, um, the, like some of the food brands, um, that, you know, we all probably, you know, have like versus I'm saying like the craft, not like big brands, but like, I think the small ones are the ones that are doing the things right. It's funny that you say it. So the, and, and the Apple thing is it's, I love the fact cause it, you're like, they do it so well that you don't realize that they're doing it. Right. Like it's not, yeah. it's like, it doesn't come to, to the top of your mind. Cause you're thinking about what well, I just do it and they don't make it so seamless that you just do it, but you don't realize that they're doing it so well, I guess. Right. It's like, it's just yeah. a part of your life. Like it's like, I'll give you an I mean, example. Like Amazon. I mean, Amazon's obviously a no brainer also, but like, yeah. I mean, if there's things that you're buying from your phone, it's going to be tough to argue that that brand is not doing mobile. Well, well, Period. and that's, you know, another one is, is Tesla. So I, yeah, I just, we just scheduled a test drive and it was like, so seamless. It was amazing. I I had to replace a battery and and I literally went on there and I was like, I didn't know what to do. The lady's like, oh, we're just going to send a delivery guy over to you. This is all through mobile. We're going to send him over to you and he'll be over there, you know, in three hours. And I'm like, what? And then he shows up, Hey, what's going on? And this happened, changes out the battery. And I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like I, you know, cause usually you leave, it takes an hour, you get there, it takes three hours, you got somebody to pick you up and they give a, or, or you get another car, whatever, whatever the deal is. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm doing this all through, like I'm talking to service and everything through my mobile app. Like I didn't realize how convenient it was, but I'm like, yeah. dude, how do you ever go back on this? Like, how do I ever go back to anything different than like me just making appointments and doing stuff on my phone. And then this guy magically coming out of this cloud, popping out and saying, Hey, did you ask for a battery? I came from the Tesla gods. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I did. I don't know. Yeah. That's weird that you're here and that I need that battery. And I guess, you know, make magic happen. And yeah, yeah. it's, it is, man. I think it, it is pretty insane. The, like the, 
the, the companies that are doing, those are big companies. We're talking billion dollar, you know, I mean, they have the, the teams and stuff, but it is, yeah, Amazon's like really screwed everybody up. Cause it's just, I mean, I can tell you firsthand that it is way too easy for my wife to order stuff. I know that firsthand. And, and, and if she was to hear this, she's going to say, yeah, it's pretty easy for you too, buddy. And I'd say, yeah, yeah, it is. Totally. It is. My, every time I open up my Kindle, somehow my son has figured out how to order some book not any book that I want to read or book that he wants to read. Just like literally just from touching just the screen, somehow click. he's buying books on my Kindle. One click. I think, um, I think Bezos, that was part of his thing. I think they're doing a lot of things with kids these days and just with that one click <laughs> yes. thing. And they could just, if they can get four or five kids to click on three things a day and millions of kids. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's a lot I mean, of kids. I mean, it's a lot of kids. It's hard to train them that way. I mean, it's kind of like McDonald's did with the Happy Meals back in the day and they'd bring them in, you go on the slides and stuff. But Amazon's quick, man. They're, there's a reason why they're going to have you know drones and they're going to be taking over the kids' minds and everything, which is exciting. I mean, it's exciting times for us. So hide your kids, hide your, uh, even your Kindles, your Alexa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hide your wives. That's right, because they're coming for you. They are coming for you, folks. I want you guys to know that. So what advice do you have to any agencies um, out there that are looking to do mobile? I mean, you know, we talk about, um, you know, needing to be there. And obviously you're very active. That's where I, my first, I think, started interacting with some of the stuff that you have was Instagram. Um, what advice do you have for agencies in getting into mobile in 2021? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be less mobile specific just in, in general. Like, I think that the reason a lot of agencies struggle is that many of them have been generalists uh, for a long time. They'll take whatever kind of business they can get doing whatever kinds of services and they're mm -hmm. too broad. And what that does, I'm going to tie this back to mobile, but like what this does is it makes you taking your message to the market really difficult, <laughs> like in a way that's going to bring people to you. Mm -hmm. So I think you need to like simplify what it is that you do and who you do it for so that you can develop a point of view and take that point of view to these platforms and speak up. Uh, because the only way people are gonna find out about you is by getting in front of people and they're on their mobile device. And so if your core audience is hanging out on Facebook, well, you better be on Facebook. You should probably have a Facebook group. You should probably be running Facebook ads. You should probably be doing Facebook lives. If they're on YouTube, you should probably have a YouTube channel. If they're podcast listeners, you should probably have a podcast like Instagram. It goes on and on. But the problem is you can't be on those places if you don't develop a point of view. And so I've found that if you try to serve everybody with everything, it's kind of overwhelming to figure out what to talk about. But like we help agencies and freelancers and like I can talk to them all day long and I always have topics to talk to them about. And so wherever I choose to show up on whatever one of those platforms, mobile or not, like I have something to say and I can do that consistently and that's what's going to bring me more authority, uh, make sales easier, have leads coming to me, and me not have to chase anybody. And so I think you have to develop a point of view so that you can even use these platforms effectively in the first place. And then you have to show up. Like, it's funny how many digital marketing companies are, are the owner is unwilling to be a marketer. And it's like, <laughs> You have to, you're the, you're the marketer, you're the salesperson in the beginning, like you got to get out there and, and I'm sorry if you're, if, if it's tied to your face in the beginning, like that's something you can change down the road, but like, you got to get out there and get your message out into the world. 
and you have to use the tools that everybody is using, at least your ideal client is using. Yeah. I, I always tell people, it's like, listen, you, you got to perform because if you're not out there performing, there's somebody else that is performing and they're going to follow them. I mean, it's the same thing with, we work with a lot of influencers like on Instagram and it's like, you know, it, it's like the minute you stop producing consistent content or start, stop putting stuff out there, they're going to latch onto somebody else and become their new fan and sign up for their course and do their program. So, you know, it is important to, 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 to get out there and yeah, maybe over time, you know um, you know, it, it you know, things change or, you know, you have somebody else that comes in and takes over whatever that is. I mean, we've seen that with like with Moz, with Rand, you know, at one point somebody took over what Rand was doing. I mean, there's a lot of different companies that once again, that that can happen. It's not a problem. But in the beginning, if you want to be, you know, it's your company, you, you got to be that face, you know, especially if you yeah, make like somebody if, else a face and they leave and then it, it's super awkward. Yeah. Like uh, one thing I've been saying a lot recently is like, is say you, you like you own a web designer creative agency, right? Like you becoming a better web designer isn't actually going to get you more clients. Like yeah. you being a marketer and being out in front of, all of your ideal clients is going to get you more clients. It's like, it's a different skill set. Like, yeah. And so you have to, it's like, you got to publish, you got to publish. Um, and unfortunately the best product and the best service won't always win. You yeah. have to like, I'm not that that's now that's not, that's not to say that now that's licensed to have crappy products and services, but you do need to be able to get out there and create some noise. Well, we talk about that. You can have the best product in the world, but if nobody knows about it, who cares? And there's exactly. people that, that market the hell out of something that's crappy, but that's what people know about because they don't know that you have a great service or something that you do because you're not putting yourself out there. Yeah. So so this is what we're going to do, Greg. So we, this is the, you know, once again, I, I always tell people, I know this has been a lot of fun. I know you've been on a lot of podcasts and you don't need to tell me this was the best podcast you've ever been on, but I can tell from the look in your eye that this is probably, I mean, I'm on the top three for God's yeah. sakes. I mean, I, if not number one, you know, I mean, I'm feeling the vibes right now, but we talk about the the fun section that we got here. And, and this is where I kind of want to get to know you a little bit more as an, as an individual and, and, you know, you're traveling, you do. And this, this kind of tells me a little bit about Greg, the, the individual, the human Greg, right? Not the, yeah the transactional, you know, Greg, that's pulling me in through Instagram, but this is the, the real humanistic Greg that, that, you know, <laughs> I'm here talking with today. So if you could travel to one place in the world for free, and I mean free as in financially and also COVID free, I might throw that out there during uh, 2021, I think is important. Where would that be? And, and what would you do there? With my family or without my family? Oh, look at you. That's a good, no, that's a good question. You're like, <laughs> am I bringing the wife and kids or is she going to babysit <laughs> yeah. them while I go do my thing? That's it. Um, ooh, that's I can give you both I, real fast. Yeah, give me both. Give me both. Because I feel like if I say without your family, people are going to be like, I can't believe yeah, you yeah. would have With Greg go without his family. Let's let's keep my it life. Kosher. My wife cares like almost zero about what I do. She'll never listen to this podcast. Even if I like preloaded it on her thing, she does not care. Um, Beautiful. We're safe. So yeah, with my family, um, I definitely would want to want to take the kids to, uh, back to Japan. Uh, we've been to Japan, uh, Tokyo and out the outskirts of Tokyo, Osaka, uh, hands down one of the most amazing places we want to take the family there. Um, and we would go back there in a second, uh, solo, uh, I'm going to Squamish, British Columbia for a week long, just like Epic mountain biking trip. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. So I've never been to Japan, never been to Japan. And British Columbia, I have been there. Now I haven't done any mountain biking there because it sounds like you've been doing this for since you were like three months old or something. <laughs> I would go on there, I'd probably kill myself. There's not a helmet probably big enough for Shane. I would attempt it, but it, yeah, it yeah. would end up being a, a phenomenal video for somebody. Arguably some of the best in the world. 
yeah, yeah, probably end up like on influencers in the wild or something like that. And they'd be like, look at this, look at this guy trying to trying to keep up with Greg. Um, if you had a superpower, what would that superpower be? And it can be any X-Men related, it can be like whatever, like whatever, what would be your superpower? <sighs> um, I, I mean it's hard to just have one, I know. Yeah. I don't know if it's technically a superpower, but the ability to like acquire a skill by like you know, like almost like in uh, the Matrix when he like goes uh, in. Ship. And gets uh, that's not really a superpower. So to to give a real answer, like I just freaking love Spider Man. I would love to mm -hmm. be able to sling webs and swing around like Spider Man. I mean, that's that'd be a good little weekend trip, right? Just I mean, especially especially be helpful with with mountain bike. You go to fall and you're just like, nope, yep. not a problem. You just like, hey, exactly. we're good, not a problem. Exactly. I almost fell, but I didn't. I just swung yeah. through the the trees like an ape, and I was able to survive. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Good old. Sp I was a huge fan of Spider-Man. Yeah, he was. He, he seemed to be down to earth, except they started to get a little dark. And some they've had like 19 movies at this point with yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. They got a little dark. We've watched uh, them all. Yeah, we have. My son I, loves it. <laughs> yeah, not, not not a bad way to go. And then what about um, what about a good podcast or your favorite book? Like, are you more of a podcaster? You listen to or watch books or watch book? Yeah, do you watch a book? Uh, yeah. I How watch does that a lot of books. Yeah, um, I, I watch really a lot of weird. books on these shelves that don't get read. Um, that's that's gonna say I've got a lot of those books. I'm I I, I do Audible and, and I do listen to some podcasts, but mainly Audible just because it's you know with other stuff I got going on. It's nice to be able to do that. But what about you? You you got a favorite book or a podcast you listen to? Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I think the book that has kind of had like the most kind of continued impact on me in the more recent years um, is called The Road Less Stupid. Uh, mm. it's an amazing book. Um, if you're an owner of a business, I highly recommend you read it multiple times. So we'll, we're going to put that in the show notes as well. So the road less stupid. Yep. I feel um, like my wife has handed me that book and I just didn't read it cause she handed it to me. Yep. Here we go. Just so you guys know, he's grabbing the book. Oh, here by it Keith is. Cunningham, by Keith Cunningham. Shout out to Keith Cunningham, the road less stupid. The discipline of thinking time. Oh, thinking time. I've heard about those times. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. We're going to put that in the, in the, in the, uh, the show notes as well. Cause I think that is important because that's actually, I was about to write it down, but I was like, this is being recorded <laughs> and I own it. So I could probably listen to it again and, and remember the name <laughs> of the book instead of writing it down. So what about this? If anybody wants to get in contact with you, find out anything about your courses, what, what do we got going on? Give us some good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're digging the content and the kind of conversation that we've had thus far, um, I would say subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, gregsvideos.com. Um, we'll take you right there. And we release a video every single week um, all about growing, scaling, automating your agency, getting paid for your thinking. Um, and I'd say watch a couple things there. If it's jiving with you in any of the videos you watch in the description, there'll be a link to kind of hop into a free training um, and or even just schedule a call with my team to chat. But um, you'll definitely get a feel for if we're the right people to help you and if what we're suggesting is something that you would want to get into by checking out the channel. I'm not, once again, and Gray's not paying me to say this, by the way, but I, but I, 
I know firsthand when seeing that Instagram stuff, the fact that, like I said, I was super pumped when my team had reached out to you. I was like, I'm, he's almost pulling me in. I almost pulled the trigger on that damn chorus. I was like, <laughs> we're so close, man. He's got, he's pulled me in. I can only imagine your YouTube, man. It's probably 10 times as good. I'll, I'll definitely subscribe and, and make sure that we, we follow you over there as well. Absolutely. Of course, man. Well, Greg, hey, man, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast today. We really appreciate it. And uh, you guys, if you're listening to our podcast and like what you hear, make sure you subscribe. I will let you guys know, too, that we actually just broke the top 35 uh, business podcasts uh, through uh, Apple. So I'm Congrats. pretty excited about that. Yeah, we're we're fluctuating a little bit. But we're trying to knock a few people out of the way. So if you're number 34 and below me, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Just so you know, I'm absolutely coming for you. If you don't perform, if you take a day off, you take that week off, you don't put out your podcast, I'm taking over the number 34 spot, number three to three spot. So I'm just letting everybody know right now, I'm putting it on public record. <laughs> awesome. Greg, brother, man. Hey, man, thank you so much for everything. You'll probably see me sign up for your course here sometime soon. Just because yeah, thanks I, for having I, me, man. I, really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. You take care. We'll talk soon. Take care. Thank you, folks, for listening to this Marketing Growth Podcast episode. I hope you've learned a lot from Greg Hickman and that you can replicate the tips he gave to improve your marketing strategy. Next week, I'll be hosting another thought leader, so stay tuned to the Marketing Growth Podcast.